Cage is no lover of chairs. Part 2. The chair was brown. Which was to say that the chair had been newly painted, not by some professional with no love for his work, but by an amateur who did it because it needed doing and he wanted to be the one who did it. Not that a professional could not have done a better job. He could. But for all the drips and runs and misfits, the paint which had been put upon that chair had been put upon it with concern. And concern is ever the friend of good furniture. Part 3. The chair had three legs. Which is not to say that it had not once possessed four. It had. But now, alas, there were but three. Fine and well-turned fellows they, but for all their brown-gloss glory, most sadly did they miss their wayward brother. Whither he? Perhaps now the timber-toe of some pirate captain sailing on the Spanish main? Perhaps in some celestial chair-leg kingdom yet unknown to man? Or mayhap now a leg upon the throne of a cannibal chief? Or mayhap not? But sorely did those three remaining legs pine for the fourth. For upon those three, though loyal legs, that brown chair could not stand, and being unable so to do, fell over, and being of no further use, Sid burned it. Part 4 Regarding Sid When Sid had burned the chair, he laughed. That, laughed Sid, is a chair well burned. For of that once proud brown chair very little remained, save for a pile of smouldering ashes and a few charred nails. That chair is no more, laughed Sid, and Sid turned away from the fireplace and sought a place to sit. But none there was, for he had burned his only chair. Damn, cried Sid, not laughing, I have burned my only chair. But, he continued, it had just the three legs and was no use for sitting on anyway. And happily this was the case, or unhappily, depending upon your point of view. As Sid turned away from the fireplace, he tripped upon a length of wood which lay upon the rug, and falling backwards, struck his head on the mantelpiece and fell into the fire, dying instantly. And was not that length of wood on which he had tripped a chair leg? I'll say it was. Part 5 The Quietness of Sid Sid, now being dead, said nothing, and when at last he too had all burned away, a gentle breeze coming through the open window turned his ashes amongst those of the brown three-legged chair until one was indistinguishable from the other. There was something almost poetic about it, and it did not go unnoticed. There is something almost poetic about that, said Sid's brother Norman, who stood watching from a corner. I agree with you there, said Jack, Sid's other brother, who stood nearby. Our Sid has never been quieter, said Tony, brother of Norman, Jack, and the late Sid, and no one chose to disagree with that. Part 6. 
a question of laying to rest. Norman's thoughtful expression prompted Jack to ask, What is on your mind, Norman? Norman scratched at his nose. There is the question of laying to rest, he said. That is a question requiring careful consideration, replied Jack. Tony asked why, and Jack said he didn't know. Because, Norman scratched at his nose once more, the ashes of Sid and the ashes of the brown three-legged chair are now thoroughly mixed. I, for one, would not care an attempt at separating them. Nor me, said Jack, and Tony shook his head. So, Norman continued, if we were to gather up all the ashes and pass them to a cleric for a laying to rest with a Christian service, we might well be committing heresy or blasphemy or something similar.